Welcome to Patrons in Partnership. Our guest today is Carlston Watts of Chef Empowerment, also known as Chef Carl. Chef Carl, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, ma'am. Um, most commonly, everybody knows me by Carl Watts. Uh, I'm the executive chef of Underground Kitchen and the director of Chef Empowerment, a nonprofit organization that teaches at-risk youth how to cook. And could you tell us about your mission? So Chef Empowerment is our nonprofit organization that partners with a bunch of local organizations to teach their youth how to cook. We focus on vocational training uh, and leadership education and also life skill development. What inspired you to start Chef Empowerment? Uh, So I was a police. I I, I worked with GPD for six years. Before I transitioned to, to being a chef, I worked with an organization called Black on Black Crime Task Force that focused on gang intervention of our youth in Alachua County. So I, me doing that for that many years, I'm like, hey, I want to transition to another career field because at that point in time, I, me and my wife, I got settled in financially and I always wanted to be a cook. So I started as a dishwasher. Uh, once I became the executive chef, I started to try to brainstorm on how I could take my passion for the kids and youth development and apply it to the restaurant industry and that birth chef empowerment. How does your organization work? Uh, so we have a youth program that the kids apply to. They, they're paid interns, so they, it's like a job. They come and they interview. They do the whole process of a professional entry-level position into a restaurant. We have an application process. Then, then it requires a working interview. Uh, and then if you are selected after the working interview, you're hired on as a paid intern for our program. Uh, we do a six-week to, uh, six to eight-week program. And then after the eight weeks of successful completion of the program, then we'll decide where we place you either in-house or we partner with a bunch of restaurants and allow the kids to work at other restaurants in Gainesville. How does the kids learn about the program? How do they learn how to apply, uh, know so about to apply yeah, for it? Yeah, so uh, we post all of the, when we have intern positions open, we post it on our Facebook page and on our website. Right now we have a summer program going on that we're having the interns apply to right now. Uh, that's a paid internship for our new project that we're opening in Duval uh, Elementary. And um, who benefits from this program? Uh, I think the entire Alachua County, the whole North Central Florida, is really important to uh, give back to our youth, especially after the pandemic. As we go into post-pandemic phase, the restaurant industry was hit so hard. And so uh, right now we're seeing a lack of skilled labor, a lack of labor in general. So it's, it's really important for us to start empowering our youth to be able to move into these positions in the restaurant industry if we're going to continue to have a a successful, thriving restaurant industry. Do you know, are there any kids that have went on and used this as a career? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have, uh, right now, one of my students is graduating. They graduate and then they go to different restaurants. Some of them go to move to other cities. I have a young lady that's graduating and moving to Orlando. Uh, She has a restaurant job already lined up. Uh, She graduates in two days. And so, yep. And so I'm so proud of her. She's been with me from start to finish from when the program initially started. She was one of the first applicants and she stayed with me all the way up until graduation. Uh, and so I'm so proud of her and I'm ready for, to see what her next phase is. So that way others can see that and plot the course yes. uh, and say, hey, now you graduated. She went on and now she's working at Outback as a entry level manager. But at the same time, she's into that phase now where she knows the basics. She knows how to provide restaurant quality service to her guests. And so at 18 years old, I think that's really, really, really something to be proud of. Yes, it is. 
seems like she's kind of set for her future. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Is there anything that you have, do you have any needs from the community that could help with this program? Uh, so our program, when we first started everything, we pay for in-house. That was kind of the, the concept of Underground Kitchen. Underground Kitchen is just our funding mechanism for the program. Uh, so we, haven't, we didn't get any grants. We didn't get any startup money. Uh, we use all of our money in-house. We started with $2,500 at the beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, and then, of course, our community started to help in and make donations, and that allowed us to build what we have now that pays for the kids. So Underground Kitchen is our financial component so that way we don't have to go to the banks. We don't have to apply for all of the grants. Sometimes we just need to be able to do what needs to be done, especially when it involves our kids, especially when the gun violence is through the roof now. Uh, Sometimes you don't have the time to sit in, in the office and say, oh, we need to write up this 30-page grant. Uh, No, we need to hire them right now. And that's what Underground Kitchen allows us to do, is we have the funds. We open up for lunch and dinner service. If we need to hire somebody, those intensive cases that we've been seeing lately, we hire them all. It's just something that has to be done, especially if we're going to save our kids from all of the gun violence and crime that's been going on in Gainesville. What is your vision for the future? Um, So I think that for, so we're opening up this summer June, actually, in a few days, we're opening up the food science lab that's at Duval Elementary. That is going to be where we get down to the science of, of food, teaching the educational part. We partner with the school board and the Children's Trust to open up their whole cafeteria and kitchen. Uh, it's going to be like a cafe style where all of the kids will be able to come and eat for free as long as they provide one-hour academics. They'll be able to eat a restaurant-style meal for free. Uh, so that's our next venture that's probably going to hold me over for another two years, uh, unless God puts something else on my on my agenda. But right now, I think that's going to be our focus on is establishing a food hub on the east side of town where it's kind of desolate when it comes down to quality food and, and fresh vegetables and fruit. Could you speak a little bit more about the youth cooking sessions that's coming up this yeah, summer? So um, our youth cooking sessions, so we partner with the Children's Trust to be able to go out to different sites and do youth cooking sessions for the kids free of charge to the organizations that we go out to. Uh, Right now we're partnering with just a lot of people just to get out and raise awareness. I'm calling it my nutritional awareness campaign where I'm just going out and I'm teaching the kids about like the nutritional facts about carrots and things and celery and how we can make it good and, and tailor it for our taste buds. A lot of times the kids don't like things because they just haven't been exposed to them. So it's like my way of taking the whole summer and exposing kids to so many different options that they'll have and they'll be able to try. And then if they don't like it, then we find ways to either alter the recipes to make them like it or we just find something different. But we won't know what the kids like unless we start giving some kids some food, feeding some kids and getting them exposed to some of the different quality of foods, fresh vegetables that's available in Gainesville because I get a lot of fresh vegetables and fresh produce, and like some of these kids haven't tried. I read an article a few days ago that said 9% of the kids in North Central Florida, 9% of kids eat vegetables every uh, week, fresh vegetables and fresh fruit, 9%. That means 91% doesn't eat fresh fruit or fresh vegetables each week. 
and as you know, on the east side of town, we don't have that that Publix. We don't have that Win Dixie over there. We had Save a Lot. We had Food Lion. We had those places. We got dollar stores, but you don't have places that you can readily get fresh, locally grown, organic fruit and vegetables. It's just not available. So what I'm going to do with our partnership with the Children's Trust is just get out and say, hey, let's try some food. You all don't have to pay for it. My job is to hook you on it, and then you will pay for it later. <laughs> so that's what my objective is for the summer with the cooking sessions is just to raise some awareness. That sounds good. Do you notice that a lot of kids that come through your program, do they really have an interest in wanting to learn how to cook or is it just a job? Yeah, so everybody that I have on on our team now has been interested in cooking. Lately it's been more um, female applicants, which is a really good thing because you were talking about being a chef. Most people think that it's a male-dominated profession. Uh, which is the furthest thing from the truth. I know some women that will cook us under the table without a problem, but seeing the the young ladies come into the program and seeing them excel uh, gives me hope that one day this will be a profession that's equally dominated. Men won't run over the kitchen and say, you got to get out. The young ladies have so much passion and they're so dedicated. Uh, some of them were way more dedicated than I was when I first started. So I'm just, I'm just very optimistic about where they're going to be in the next 10, 10 years. Well, I certainly enjoyed you coming to our podcast today. Yes, ma'am. You've been on our list for some time. We've been wanting to have you here, and hopefully we'll have you back again. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Patrons and Partnerships. If you know of an individual or organization you'd like to recommend for an interview, email us at lpsfprogram at gmail.com. To listen to more episodes, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts.